we'd like to welcome you to our current event and weekly Bible study for September 20th, 2009. And today's, the title of today's lesson, I guess, is going to be Tracking Bracelets, Force Vaccinations, Chemtrails, and Vehicle Choke Points. That's just to name a few things we're going to be talking about. I've had a lot of requests, you know, over the last year, I'd say, to do a study on chemtrails, and this was the time to do it and how chemtrails relate to forced vaccinations. We're going to talk about that. This is probably uh, regarding an imminent danger type of scenario. This is one of the most important studies I've ever done. Um, this information was shown to me really about five years ago when the avion flu stuff started to break. And... Um, I studied it for about six months, did a 14-city tour on the avion flu, uh, and where we had you know, a PowerPoint presentation of about 150 slides. The information hasn't changed, and what the Lord's convicted me about hasn't changed since then. I believe that the Lord showed me this back then, and now it seems to really be coming to fruition. Um, whether it be called avion or swine flu, it's the same scenario. And actually, the swine flu is part avion flu, part human and part swine flu. So, um, it's just coming to a head, it seems. And something is most likely going to happen very soon. People are waking up to this information, and law enforcement's waking up to it. Now, I'm not saying from a... From a uh, mass sheeple people standpoint they're waking but there are a lot that are waking up to this and as that happens and as Obama becomes more and more unpopular and his, his approval rating keeps to, starts to drop what ends up happening is they become more desperate because they feel as though they have to act now while they still have some type of credibility with masses in um, this is the thing that, that is it's good and bad about what we're seeing, is as the people wake up, they feel as though, the global elite feel as though they need to make some drastic action because things may be slipping away um, to them. If we go into this study, the first thing we want to talk about is the... This was a study from the Boston Globe. Now, a lot of the, the stories that we're going to be reporting on today are directly from, you know, mainstream media. This isn't something where, you know, you could say, oh, it's from some, from, uh, some conspiracy theory fringe site or something like that. This is from the Boston Globe. The point I'm trying to make is that this is what they're openly admitting is going on now. They're not trying to hide it anymore. Um... When people arrive for their flu shots, actually, and it was entitled, Boston Launches Flu Shot Tracking. When people arrive for their flu shots, they will get an ID bracelet with a barcode. Basic information, name, age, gender, address will be entered into the database. There will be electronic records, too, of who gave the vaccine and whether it was injected into the right or the left arm, and the time stamped for the day. Using technology originally developed for mass disasters, Boston disease trackers are embarking on a novel experiment, one of the first in the country aimed at eventually creating a citywide registry of everyone 
who has had a flu vaccination. Well, again, this is the ultimate in, in uh, draconian measures where they're, they're going to be tracking you. And you had heard what I previously said or reported on regarding these bracelets that they may issue. We're going to give you an update on that as well. This is, con- this is confirmation of what we've talked about. I've probably done over ten studies on this in the last three months. And it's not something I want to keep doing studies on. Trust me, this isn't... <laughs> It's not something I want to keep doing. I just don't really have a choice. As a watchman, I have to tell you about this. And I'm hoping and praying that if enough public awareness is created, and most importantly, if enough prayer is going up regarding these issues, they may be averted. I think they would only be averted for a time, though. Um, Going further, this goes on to say, the trial starts this afternoon. Each Each one of them will get a bracelet printed with a unique identifier code. Information about the vaccine's recipients and the shot will be entered into handheld devices, similar to those used by delivery truck drivers. Infectious disease specialists in Boston and elsewhere predicted that the registry approach could prove to be more useful if something more sinister strikes, a bioterrorism attack, or the long-feared arrival of the global flu epidemic, even though up until this point it has a lower mortality rate, much more lower than the regular flu. But the globalist elite know what they're doing. They're conditioning the populace to accept that there's going to be a a pandemic. And we're going to look at how they're conditioning the populace to believe that there's going to be millions that are going to die as well. Yet, if you look at it on paper, the, the current you know, flu supposed level 6 World Health Organization pandemic is almost a non-issue. People that contract it, it's almost a non-issue. Uh, that, I read you that uh, email I got from one of my listeners where she said that you know, all the adults that she had known that had got it were over it within a day to less than one day, and the children were over it in two to three days. And then it was such a non-issue, some of them hardly even knew they had it. The problem is going to be the vaccinations. Okay? And it's the same scenario in the 1918 Spanish flu pandemic that was created and caused by the vaccinations. And the doctors were honest enough to admit it in their medical reports. And that was one of the key things I covered in the presentation I mentioned regarding the avian flu. And you can go up to YouTube right now, just key in Dr. Scott Johnson and maybe the word avian, and you'll find it. Uh, the one's like 16 parts, and I've done a couple more updates. I've done one on the colloidal silver, and I've done one on a little more of an updated version. It was created through the vaccinations. The Spanish flu of 1918, which killed you know, 50 to 100 million people. Now, today, we also have chemtrails, which add a whole other dimension to this. And um, we also, you know, the technologies obviously much more advanced at this point. And we're going to be talking about all these things today. This is probably one of the most important studies I've ever done regarding just an eminent type of thing. And, um, you know, I I just find myself almost now on a weekly basis we're doing these, and and I just don't have a whole lot of choice because there's so much breaking news. So this goes on to say that... um, in such a crisis, the registry could be used to track who received a special vaccine 
Um, and then they put in here, or antidote. Now, one of the things people will say is that, oh, come on, if, if they're going to give out these vaccines and the military knows that, or people high up in the military know that they're uh, bad, why would they vaccinate everybody? Two reasons that I've seen to answer that question. Number one, I've read that people in the know will get vaccines that are basically inert, like sugar and water or whatever they would do, you know. Um, in other words, it's just a, it's a fake. Number two, people in the know will be able to opt out. They won't have to take them. Okay, so all of that would, and three, actually there's a third reason, if they did take it, they have the antidote. And this is a reason they say, oh, come on, this chemtrail and stuff, it can't be, well, all you have to do is look up in the skies. And you could go back 15, 20 years ago and they weren't doing that. Why are they doing that now? We're going to talk in depth today about chemtrails. Well, if they have the antidote and they're spraying us with these things that can ultimately create, um, let's say they release something in the air. Well, if you have the antidote, it's not a big deal. So that's another, that's another reason, okay? Because I've got that question before. So there's three different reasons for you. Uh, this next article is entitled Police and Military Trained to Intern Swine Flu Vaccine Refusers. Now, this is just an excerpt because we've covered a lot of this other stuff that was mentioned in the article. This is just kind of a, uh, an update to that. Let's see here. An international swine flu conference was held recently in Washington, D.C. and attended by the world's top health authorities, featured workshops on enforcing quarantines, mass vaccinations, and how to control and diffuse social unrest and public disorder. Individuals who attempted to gain access to the conference representing the media were turned away by officials at the conference. I remember when they started having this conference, and it was about the same year that I did that, uh, well, it, was, it was near when I started doing the uh, that swine flu presentation in 05. I wanted to go, it was, but it was like two grand. To get in, they, they set the price so high that you can't get in, and now they're turning people away. And it's the mixture. It's it's a mixture of military, FEMA-type, Homeland Security-type people, and the medical community. That's who they go there. And they're talking about morgue operations and mass quarantines and mass vaccinations and controlling civil unrest. This, is, this were many of the uh, topics that were discussed, and you could go right up on the Internet, just key in new fields, New fields, because they're the ones that sponsor it every year. Swine flu conference. And uh, you'll find it. You can go right up on their website. You, they've got videos you can watch. They've got the, you can click on the brochure. You can look at it yourself. I went over it in a previous study, some of the stuff that they talk about. They're not trying to hide it, it seems like, anymore. They're becoming more brazen and bold. This article goes on to say, as we reported earlier this month, a shocking internal document outlines the French government's plan to impose a mass swine flu vaccination program on the entire population, which would be focused around regional vaccination centers and would be carried out by an H1N1 injection teams, completely bypassing medical establishments and general practitioners. Now, another point that I need to mention with a population as high as we have it, over 6.5 billion, 
that's too many people for them to try to control if things get bad. I have said from the beginning, it would make the most sense, this scenario from a satanistic, from a globalistic standpoint, the scenario of the swine flu would make more sense than any other cataclysmic thing happening on the planet. It would make more sense than a false flag nuclear event or even a war. Because you're dealing with people's health. And if you can have enough people trusting you, when it happens, they'll do whatever you say. Regardless of how much of a patriot you might have been before that. If you're not educated on this matter, you might just go along with whatever they say to do. Because, oh, they're the MDs, they're, we could trust them, these types of things. With a false flag nuclear event, or a war, or something like that. Yes, you're going to kill some people, but you're not going to kill the kind of masses globally that this could kill. They could accomplish two things. They could get the people to submit. They could, they could implement um, mass tracking. They could have a way, and we're going to talk about this, where you couldn't um, go from place to place or do business transactions without showing that you've been vaccinated. They're not going to be able to pull that off as well if there's a false flag nuclear event or some type of war or, let's say, a natural disaster or something like that. They're not going to be able to take away your rights as readily because people are going to be more apt to give up anything that they have when it comes to saving their own skin. That's what it's going to boil down to. Because this is actually going to literally be a matter of life and death. Now, the other thing that they are wanting to accomplish with this is mass depopulation. And by killing off, you know, they want to get the world population. If you go by the Georgia Guidestones, which is like the Ten Commandments of the New World Order, up in Elbert uh, County, Georgia, you can look that thing up online. It's one of the first slides I have on the Avion Flu presentation. You can go watch that on YouTube. Uh, they want to get world population down to, ten, to 500 million, which is a 90 to 95% reduction of current levels. Uh, now, the Lord Jesus Christ is in control. He's on the throne. Whether he's going to let them do this or not, you know, that's up to him. I do not believe there's going that he will let this type of cull of the world's population happened prior to the tribulation. But maybe there will be. I, I, I can't be totally dogmatic. Uh, Satan wants to kill as many people as he possibly can. See, thereby, if we can get rid of a ton of the population, then there's that much many people that they don't have to control. Okay, So this is one of their motivating factors here. You need, through the Lord, I mean, I, I mean this. I think that people need to really ask the Lord if you have, if you're sitting there scared to death about what I'm talking about, and you're freaking out, and you're, you need to ask God to take it away from you. You need to ask the Lord Jesus Christ to take it away. Take away the fear of death. I think He can do it. I mean, I've just gotten to the point now where I'm, I'm reserved to the point that if I have to die over this, or, or whatever reason I may have to die, whether it be martyrdom or whatever, take it away from me, God, because it's not about me. 
What did John the Baptist say? He said, I must decrease and he must increase. Remember I saw that verse written in um, um, man's uh, a book that this man that I highly respected and regarded as a Christian, he gave it to me once. Uh, it was Stan Johnson. Remember? Uh, and uh, he wrote that verse in there and I went to my Bible real quick to see what it meant and that, that was what it said. I must decrease and he must increase is what John the Baptist said. And that's what this is really all about. We must decrease in and of ourselves, our flesh, our reliance on self, our reliance thinking that we're going to be able to figure this out, get through this, and finagle our way. Jesus must increase. And this is probably going to be used, if this goes down, if this starts to happen, it's probably going to be used as a purification process for the body of Christ. He's going to refine us like silver. We're going to be tried as silver. Talks about that in um, uh, Daniel. And then in Revelation 3, it talks about, I counsel of thee to buy of me gold tried in the fire. And that's like the trial of our faith. And anoint thine eyes with eye salve that thou mayest see. That's what we need to understand. That the things that are coming, although they're probably going to be very unfun. I just made that word up. But anyway, they're going to not be fun. Um, are going to ultimately be for the purification of the body of Christ. Uh, to get our eyes focused on Him. And we're moving into a time when we're going to have to have total faith in the Lord Jesus Christ to get us out of whatever situation we may be in or to get us through any situation. Now, I'm telling you right now, people have asked me, well, what if they force vaccinate you? Well, I don't think they're going to do that. Maybe they will. But I don't think they are. I think it's going to be take the vaccination or go directly to the internment camp. Either way, they win. Either way, they win. And if you're already on their lists, the red and the blue, you're going to go there anyway. Now, that's if the Lord Jesus Christ permits it. Okay, so I don't want to sit here and say God can't hide you. This is why I tell people to pray Psalm 64 and why I believe the Lord led me there and why I've done a whole teaching on Psalm 64. And it's just one of the many imprecatory prayers, but it's also a prayer like Psalm 91 where you're asking God. I mean, you're asking the Lord, hide me from the secret counsel of the wicked, from the insurrection of the workers of iniquity. And then God ultimately judges evil in that same psalm. When God judges evil, the outcome is always good. It's always positive. And you could just look at that psalm and see that, the positive effects, when sin is judged. Now, the Bible also says judgment must begin at the house of the Lord. The church, for the most part, the 501c3 church, and I'll just say that because I live in America, for the most part, the 501c3 church of America has done nothing Nothing to warn their flocks of what's coming. They're, in fact, they're part of the problem. In fact, they're probably going to be used as vaccination centers. Through Homeland Security and FEMA, these, many of these pastors have already entered in to contracts with them. I've done studies on this. Just key in the word 501 in the keyword search box on my homepage on Sermon Audio. 
And you'll see all the teachings I've done, and it talks about where the clergy, you know, are becoming part of Homeland Security and these types of things, and how they're having meetings, and the clergy are, are going to be the ones that are used to quell the, the masses during this. They're also going to know what church you go to and where you are. And if the pastor's up there, a man that you trust, or, or in many cases, a woman that you trust, there's no biblical justification for a woman being a pastor. I've done study on that as well. Uh, two studies. And that's not being chauvinistic, that's being biblical. Okay, so, I'm not being chauvinistic. Um, but just key in the word woman, if you want to know more about that, in the keyword search box on Sermon Audio. Anyway, People that they trust, whether they be the pastor, the elder, the deacons, whatever. And they're telling you, yeah, get your flu shot and come in and, and get your, you know, whatever they're going to try to implement. Vaccine bracelet. The 501c3 church in America has been literally in bed with the government via the Internal Revenue Service with their 501c3 status, whether they call themselves, you know, Many times they say, well, I'm a trust or I'm a corporate soul or things of this nature. You've got to be real careful if you think that that just exempts you from the long arm of the IRS. Because many times it doesn't. And Pastor Dixon's wrote a book on that, The Trail of Blood Revisited. It's on unregisteredbaptistfellowship.com where he gets into these things. Specifically in the Internal Revenue documents that he shows you for yourself. You've got to be real careful with that stuff. They're going to be part of the problem. They're going to be, uh, <laughs> you know, they're going to be part of the problem. That's all I can say. They already are. They're not warning their flocks. I, I just, it, it's like, you know, I'm up here doing this, and there's some other people that are that are doing this. You have people like Pastor Slattery and Pastor Watson, and in, in, you know. Alex Jones, to a certain extent, I mean, he's getting out a lot of truth. Now, I'm not saying he's pointing people ultimately in the right direction because I try to always focus back on Jesus Christ and our hope in him, in the Bible, and quoting scripture, and putting on the full armor of God. And, you know, under the, under the shadow of his wings will I make my refuge until these calamities be overpassed. The Bible verses that you can think on Psalm 91, Psalm 64. That's ultimately our only hope. We can have all the ammo in the world and all the survival goods in the world and be living in a, in a rock bunker a mile underneath ground, but if you die and go to hell, what does it matter? The Bible says, He that endureth to the end, the same shall be saved. Now that doesn't mean that we're saved by works. okay? But it's the evidence of the salvation that you have. So, I mean, if you get to like where it's bad and then you then you deny Jesus Christ and this and that, that's not a real good indicator that you're saved. Well, I did it to save my own skin, God, as you stand before him. Well, I don't think that's a real good indicator that, that you know, you're saved. The Bible also says, pray that you be counted worthy to escape all the things that are coming upon this world and stand before the Son of Man. That's something that we should be doing. We should be praying for that. Now, on the thing, the, the point I just mentioned, I've done a teaching on what they call overcoming, which is what I'm talking about. And overcoming is, I keep that separate 
from the salvation study that I do, because I think we need to key on certain things for salvation, how are we saved, and then the subject of overcoming, which is a subject that I really think that we're going to be faced with. So just key in part of the word for overcoming in the keyword search box on Sermon Audio under Scott A. Johnson, if you want to know more about that. And if you're not saved, please go to my salvation teaching. The word salvation. Because that's, that's more important than anything that I'm talking about today. Nothing even compares with that point. If we go further with this article that we're talking about here, legislation has also been passed in the U.S. that would allow state vaccine teams to go door-to-door to conduct immunization interventions and look for people who have not taken the shot. Now, I've talked about all of these things in, in the studies that I've done over the last about four months at this point. So, if this is all new to you, key in the word swine in the keyword search box on the homepage because that will pick up all of these studies that I've just done, like swine flu. And you can go listen to them. You'll have over ten hours to listen to at least regarding the subject. It is unclear how authorities plan to enforce any such mandatory vaccination campaign, especially in light of anecdotal evidence suggesting that a large majority of the public will refuse to take the shots. Now, this is good, but this is one of the reasons they're also getting more desperate and why they're upping their um, advertising. And everywhere you turn now, on TV, you know, they've got all this, oh, we'll have the vaccine, we'll have the vaccine soon, we've upped the date. They're you know going to start in early to mid October now. You got Walgreens out there advertising. You know I got somebody forwarded me this thing the other day. Uh, I had seen a commercial recently where they were advertising the flu shots, and you know has this it's like a guy or a woman and they've got their arm up and like I'm going to be strong and take my vaccines and it, it's. Uh, It's sickening. It really is. Why in the world would you need to inject somebody in their bloodstream with the most heinous concoctions, witch's brew of ingredients that you can imagine? Formaldehyde. That's what they bomb people with. Many of these vaccinations are cultured off aborted babies. I believe some of the swine flu vaccines. There's, see, there's a lot of different suppliers that they're going to have for the, for the swine flu vaccines. Not just going to be one company. So it depends which one you get. But I've heard um, that they may have some of the swine flu vaccines cultured from aborted babies. They call it human diploid cells. The diseased flesh of, of um, green monkey kidneys. They grow the vaccines off this. They culture and then the actual live, what they call attenuated H1N1 virus. Attenuated means partially killed. So you're going to be getting actually part of the live virus injected directly into your bloodstream. They use thromerosol, which is primarily mercury. What, what possible good, just ask yourself that question, what possible good could that do for you if they inject that into your bloodstream. It's death. 
we're going to talk more about that today. It is un, uh, let's see here. It is unclear. Okay, we already read that. Now, there's a lot of people waking up to this, particularly in the medical field, because they're understanding. Maybe they've read the box or the insert of the vaccine. You know, we didn't, didn't talk about squalene. All the damage that squalene itself can be done just from taking that, which is an adjuvant in, in the H1N1 vaccines. And one of the main causes of Gulf War syndrome, if, if not the main one. The list goes on and on and on. The aborted baby issue in the vaccines should be enough to have every single pastor in America screaming from the pulpits. I don't even care if it's in one vaccine. That would be enough for the whole body of Christ by itself to never take another vaccine. If those companies are that evil, where they would take a, a, an, an aborted baby and grow the, the, the tissue or the, or the culture upon which the vaccine is harvested off that, why would you want anything from them? That one issue alone to me is, is that's all I need to hear. But most people are either totally ignorant, totally uneducated, or I guess they don't care. What kind of curse are you bringing on yourself when we're taking these vaccines? This is a spiritual thing. You have to understand. Yes, I know something's bad's happening on a physical level, and these vaccines could be used to kill people, like they were in Spanish flu in 1918, 1919. But what's happening to you on a spiritual level when you get these things injected into you? We're, we talked last week about the nano, uh, the the microchips that they have right now. The micro Hitachi has that microchip dust that can easily be put in the vaccines, and that there's been anecdotal evidence that they're already, it's already in the vaccines, and what they call injectable nanorobots. That's a whole other reason not to even think about taking this stuff. Going further, it says, polls indicate in the UK that a large majority of nurses and other health workers are the primary targets for the first rounds of vaccinations, but will refuse to be vaccinated. Many will refuse. Um, That's really good. I mean, that's really good. If enough people, you know, say we're going to refuse, and if it's the doctors and the nurses that are starting this, it's going to be very hard for them to implement this. Very hard. And again, these are things we need to be praying about. That people will have their eyes open and their ears open and their hearts that they that they will actually receive the truth. This is a satanic agenda. To defile us both physically and spiritually, as I talked about with these vaccinations. What kind of curse might we be bringing on ourselves? Going further, it says, it is likely that threats, intimidation, and removal of rights and conveniences will force most holdouts to take the shot. Once governments start imposing quarantines and travel bans on people for not taking the shot, a sizable number are likely to acquiesce. Since the dangerous ingredients that will be included in the H1N1 shots became known to the public, a 
opposed to proposed max vaccination programs have snowballed. So, since people start finding out the ingredients. But again, it's all being suppressed in the media. You would never know any of this is even happening unless you went to alternative news sources like myself or Steve Quayle or Alex Jones or whoever might be reporting on these types of things. Now, I know you're going to have people emailing me about Alex Jones. Okay, I understand. Okay, I understand. But I'm talking about the breaking information that he's talking about right now with the vaccinations. Much of it is easily verifiable. Much of it is. Okay, just understand with Alex Jones, just always look to the source of our salvation, the captain of our, of our salvation, the Lord Jesus Christ. Okay, that's what we need to keep our eyes focused on, not on our man-centered um, self-preservation mechanism that we might have inside us. So we're going to do this and we're going to do that and we're going to save ourselves and our families. Now I understand the Bible says, a prudent man foreseeth the evil and hideth himself, but the simple pass on and are punished. So there are certain physical things that we need to do. The Bible talks about if a man provide not for his own house, he is worse than an infidel and has denied the faith. Well, isn't providing for your house protection of them? You, you know, if you see this evil, evil thing coming and you do nothing about it, you know, I'm just saying, I mean, that's between you and the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm just bringing up things to think about. Going further, let's see, we have previously documented the swine flu was rushed through safety procedures while the governments have provided pharmaceutical companies with blanket immunity from lawsuits arising out of vaccine deaths and injuries. The vaccine companies will not be held liable for the mass amount of deaths and injuries that will occur when the vaccinations are implemented. They won't be held accountable. That's, that, that, that's unbelievable in and of itself. But this is how bad things are getting, and this is how desperate it's becoming. And they're rushing these things through because they're losing their grip in some ways because people are getting woke up. So now they're having to advance the agenda quicker. It was previously revealed that some batches of the vaccines will contain mercury, a toxin linked to autism and neurological disorders. The vaccine will also contain the dangerous ingredient, ingredient squalene, uh, which has been linked to Gulf War and other debilitating diseases. It was also recently reported that the UK government sent a confidential letter to senior neurologists telling them to be on alert for the causes of a brain disorder, Guillain-Barre syndrome, which could be triggered by the vaccine. The CDC in America replicated this warning weeks later. So these are just things to refresh your memory. Okay? Uh, and the link to this is there. There's links to everything in this article where they where they verify what they're talking about in this article. So you can go and click on the links, and uh, I will provide this PDF with, the, um, with this teaching on Sermon Audio. As a result of the dangers of the vaccine becoming widely known, authorities are moving to get out ahead of the story by acknowledging that millions of health problems in the aftermath of a vaccination campaign will be blamed on the vaccine, citing the 1976 swine flu debacle, when the shot proved far deadlier than the actual virus. So they're wanting, they're wanting to kind of condition you to a little bit of everything prior to this happening. Now, this is an article I just got the other day 
and it was entitled um, Flu Experts Gear Up for a Pandemic of Vaccine. I think they said vaccine events or, or, or reactions, but it really is vaccine deaths. They're gearing up for a pandemic of vaccine deaths. This is from Reuters out of Washington. This is what mainstream media here. This is what they're saying. This is what they're admitting. One million heart attacks, and I'm reading right from the article, one million heart attacks, 700,000 strokes, and 900,000 miscarriages. U.S. public health officials want Americans to know these things will happen every single year with or without a swine flu vaccination campaign. Yet, this year, they know, it says they know, a significant number of deaths will be blamed on the H1N1 vaccine. How do they know? They know? Oh yeah, they know. They're wanting to put this into your head Just, you know, well, you've been warned. You've been warned. I'm going to read that last line again. This year, they know a significant number of deaths will be blamed. Now, who's going to know? It says the U.S. public health officials, they're the ones that know. A significant number of deaths will be blamed on H1N1 vaccine, which will roll out within weeks, and they are struggling to be ready. Why? Because the hospitals are going to be totally flooded. They're going to be totally overwhelmed, most likely overnight. They expect an avalanche of so-called adverse events reports. They're expecting it. Well, when you got all these poisons in this vaccine, it's no wonder they're expecting it. These uh, adverse event reports are death, illness, and or other health trauma that occur within two weeks after receiving the vaccine. We are go- the, the swine flu vaccine in this case. We are going to be overwhelmed with potential events, said Mike Osterholm, a public health expert at the University of Minnesota. By coming out early and claiming these problems have occurred without the swine flu vaccine anyway, authorities can create plausible deniability for when the side effects from the shot begin to appear. They're trying to cover themselves ahead of time. A number of factors now indicate that authorities in both America and Europe are not only preparing mass vaccination programs, but are also training law enforcement and military assets on how to deal with those who refuse to take the shot. Given the fact that around 150 million Americans own guns and would be prepared to use them to defend their families against police and troops forcibly jabbing needles into them, it seems unlikely that health authorities in the U.S. will go this route. However, by implementing travel bans and school bans and other forms of general quarantine, a good number of those who were uh, refusers may eventually be intimidated into taking the dangerous shot. See, if they get you out on the road, then they have, they have the power because they have you surrounded. If they get you at a choke point, they get you out of your house. And if you have no, you know, food provisions or water provisions or anything like that, and there's a lot of things, you know, that would be wise to potentially have on hand, but if you don't have any of that stuff, you know, then you're, ultimately, they're going to most likely become your master. 
Now, I'm not saying the Lord can't protect you in that situation or feed you in the wilderness like Elijah, you know, but I'm just saying that if you see it coming and you do nothing about it. Anyway, going further. A good number of them uh, will stand firm, and that's probably where the internment camps and the martial law will come into play. Only by refusing the rampant hype behind this relatively harmless swine flu virus and reaffirming our right to reject unenforced medical procedures conducted against our, our will under the Nuremberg Code will the swine flu hoax which is being used by governments as a smokescreen to accelerate and implement the police state, be defeated. Well, I, I beg to differ because I say it's through the Lord Jesus Christ and in prayer and these types of things. God always preserves a remnant. Always. This next article is just came out. It's entitled, U.S. Grave Diggers to be Fully Employed. Now, this is from Greg Evanson, and he's the man that we reported on uh, last week and a couple other times, the former Kansas City State Trooper. I heard he's also a pastor. And he just came out with this uh, yesterday, this article. This is on News with Views, September 19th, and I'm just going to read you an excerpt. As most of you are already aware, I broke a story seven months ago when I described a discussion I had with a friend in the healthcare profession at a major Midwestern hospital. This person told me about the delivery of stainless steel wristband-type bracelets that carried the hardware for uploading, tracking, and broadcasting uniquely personal encoded information. Now, these would be like an RFID, radio frequency identifier, RFID-type chip in a stainless steel band around your wrist that you can't get off, unless I guess you cut it off. These bands were to be used in the event of mass inoculations or other disaster events in which large numbers of people would be vaccinated and then tracked. I also stated that plans for roadblock enforcement of these issued bands was a component of the emergency planning already on the federal and state police shelves. For use when those state or federal agencies called for blockades on the, on the movement of people. I further mentioned that these, quote, bracelets would be encoded on the spot with tools similar to those used by UPS when packages are delivered and scanned by the driver. So um, that sounds a lot like what we just read in the very first article from the Boston Globe where it says, I'm just going to read this line over, the trial starts this afternoon, each of them will get a bracelet printed with a unique identifier code, information about the vaccine's recipients, and the shot will be entered into handheld devices similar to that used by delivery truck drivers. Isn't that what Greg Everson just said? I believe it's going to be an RFID in these ones in Boston. It doesn't say that, but it does kind of imply it. RFID uh, chips. Now, they always have to start somewhere. So they start in a population like Boston, and they see how it goes over. I would hope that there would be literally thousands and thousands and thousands of people there refusing these vaccine bracelets. But I don't know. This country's so self-centered and dumbed down at this point. I don't know if they're going to have that or not. Now, not everybody... 
But for the most part, and if you're listening, you know, you know what I'm talking about. I can't speak about other countries because I don't live there. But the apathy in this country is just unbelievable. And there's so many reasons for it. And we, this is what, why, why we discuss it every week. You have Hollywood, you have the silent sound technology and the cable now. You've got so many things that are, so many different technologies they may be using on us right now. With Harp and Gwen Towers and you go on and on. So, I had somebody email me the other day and say, oh, he recanted this. Um, this Greg Everson. It doesn't sound like he's recanting anything. It sounds like he's bolstering what he's already said. Because this just came out yesterday and it's, it's his article. So, he goes on to say, I would not release my source for fear of severe retaliation being waged against this individual for obvious reasons. On September 15th, we were contacted contacted by a friend who said, check out the Boston Globe article. That's what we just read. That has validated every shred of information that I gave earlier this year. The company that is at the forefront of supplying the city of Boston's health services department with this very device is EM Systems of Milwaukee, Wisconsin. That's the name of them. It's this RFID type of tracking thing. Here's another article I just got. This was off Steve Quayle's website. September 18th, this was just two days ago. A lot of dangerous things are suddenly breaking loose. Canada News shows them shipping in a million of millions of body bags. And we're going to talk about that in a second. Same thing in Scotland and the UK. Due to anticipated deaths from the pandemic, and both there and here, we are in the final preps for the initiation of martial law, which is definitely now on the way to enforce the vaccine program of death. Now, again, I'm not going to be quite that dogmatic. Because the Lord Jesus Christ can intervene. Okay? Uh, I'm not saying that's going to happen. But, you know, hope for the best, prepare for the worst type of scenario. I don't want to go that far to say it's definitely 100%. Because you, I've seen way too many people get burned. We could we could have this go by this, this winter and none of this could be implemented because they realize the people aren't conditioned enough yet. A lot of this, maybe this is a big scare tactic thing. To get this information out there, maybe to even leak it, even though it's, let's say, true. It's what they're going to do eventually. But they're not going to implement it yet. They want to see what public reaction is going to be. I don't know. So bear that in mind. I'm not saying, and I'm, I'm hoping and praying that there's enough people praying about this, that maybe the Lord will come in and, and avert the situation. So... Please bear that in mind as I read this, because this is really heavy-duty stuff I'm getting ready to read, even though I know I've already talked about a lot of heavy-duty stuff. But uh, going further, it says that, um, look, it's not the swine flu, it's the vaccine. Most here know this, I'm sure. Our Secretary of Health and Human Services has announced that vaccines will begin mid-October. Soldier, in one of the videos you're going to be referred to, we're going to watch that, we're going to listen to that, says that they will begin October 15th, per her, or, her unit's orders of the past weekend. My fellow Christians, we are, ready, we are already in a revolution that is being waged against us by our own government. I do hope you realize this. This flu thing is the major first shot, once, which is once fired, will be followed by others. Please be sober. Accept this as a fact. Do not wait and realize it when they are terminating us as they have been planning to do for decades. 
again, I, the way the guy writes this, I, I don't agree with that. Because it's like, you know, the Lord's non-existent. You know, I mean, yeah, that's their plans. And if they had pulled off their plans, we would have all been under this in 1984, under George Orwell. That's why, the, you know, that book was like a conditioning tool. We weren't, obviously. We're not under it yet. We're close. But just bear that in mind. I like to always give people hope. I never want to take away somebody's hope, ever. Or try to disturb or, or hurt their faith. Because faith is the very thing that will see us through all of this. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. And the evidence of things not seen. Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. So if you want to increase your faith, you read the word of God. You read the King James Bible. You meditate on that and memorize scripture. It's one of the ways we build faith. And by exercising our faith. And I've uh, got a feeling that all of us are going to be in a position pretty soon where we're going to be exercising our faith, one way or another. So, anyway, um, going further, let's see here. Please do not, uh, the waiting period is about over for good. Realize this and take actions accordingly. We are almost into a solid red alert. It is definitely moving from orange to red. It will be red very soon. Uh, by October 15th, for sure, per the Secretary of Health and Human Services, CDC, our military and law enforcement officers, NORTHCOM is ready, along with whatever UN forces exist, which are now under our own president, who is the chairman of the UN Security Council. Contrary to all other presidents who have not done this due to being unconstitutional, usually the U.S. ambassador to the UN serves in this capacity. When the time rolls around to the U.S., Wonder why our president is doing it himself this time. Guess why? He will be able to order all that he needs to be put in, all he needs to be put down, all he needs to put down any civil unrest. He kind of wrote it a little disjointed here. Um, the soldier in the video you are to hear confirms that the Army, Marines, and law enforcement personnel will be involved. They have been practicing, and this past weekend is when she was finally hit with the severity of this thing. She and Greg, I'm not sure, oh, Greg, yeah, Greg the Greg Everson, the guy I just talked about, uh, they are telling other fellow military and law enforcement personnel to abide by their oaths, to uphold the Constitution against all enemies, foreign and domestic. We, When I had that meeting with my sheriff, the, the two other Christian brothers and I, that's what we reminded him of. His oath of office. He didn't need to be reminded. He he already knew where we were going, and he agreed. Um, if America had everybody had sheriffs like him, I don't I don't think this could go down. But you know, uh, ultimately it's up to the Lord. But it was a very encouraging meeting. So going further, we well we are about to see how this works out for them. Both know some will side with the people, this is the law enforcement, and others will enforce the orders they are given, including shooting people who bring force back against them. Especially are their oaths to be tested to, to their own peril or praise, since their oaths usually end with, so help me God. So their oaths are to God, 
and we're going to see if they uphold them, or they're going to decide to follow the god of the Luciferians. How our military and law enforcement people finally divide on this important uh, topic. Um, man, this is written really not great, sorry. Uh, we would love to see most side with us, the patriotic, God-fearing side, but we know that many will side with the Antichrist side, opting for death. We can only hope and pray that these people make the right decision. If they, and again, praying is the key thing. Pray for your law enforcement officers. Pray for the, the situation. Now, people that are in wicked high-level government, you know, they're just evil. <laughs> they're just flat evil. They don't, you know, if it be possible, I pray the Lord save their souls, but I don't believe it is for most of them. I believe they've, they've went the way of Lucifer a long time ago. And, you know, there comes a point in, in every person's life when you cross a line with God, and that's it. The Bible says the Spirit of God will not always strive with man forever. And the Bible talks about the, the wheat and the tares and the, the, the children of the wicked one. You know, and, you know, a lot of these people are, they're just bent on um, serving Satan and uh, building his kingdom. And they're unredeemable. Now, who is and who isn't, that's up to God. But if God would judge the wicked and the unredeemable, and God knows who they are, very, very positive outcomes always happen when God judges the wicked. The Bible says, the wicked go astray from the womb, that they speak lies as soon as they be born. You know, that's what the Bible says. So, there's some that are just wicked. The Bible talks about God makes some uh, vessels for honor and some for dishonor. And there's vessels of wrath fitted for God's destruction. They were actually prepared for God's destruction. I don't understand it all, but I'm telling you the Bible clearly indicates this. When I did that study on the star children, I believe part I think it was that part where we talked about this. Yeah, it was the Star Children. So if you want to know more about the key in Star, in the keyword search box on sermonaudio.com, under Scott A. Johnson. And I did a whole hour on that. Because it's hard for people to understand. You know? But it's true. And this is why Psalm 64 and imprecatory prayers are there. So let's go further. But again, that's a subject hardly has ever taught on in the mainstream churches. Let's see. Um, we can only hope and pray these people make the right decision. If they were to do so in sufficient numbers, then we might see the whole thing fall apart. It is not inconceivable that we will have some military and law enforcement personnel shooting each other. Um, regarding these things, once everything starts, I venture to bet this will happen for certain. But to what extent and to what success? By which side is totally unknown. We need to pray for those Christians who are involved for sure. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and stop part one there. We're going to go to part two next.